just right now. That, that, that's totally fine with me. 610 Sports Radio, KCSP Kansas City, WDAFHD2 Liberty, always live on the free Odyssey app. go Isaac you know pitchers and catchers do report today right they work out tomorrow but they report today for the Kansas City Royals Jay Binkley here with you Isaac Deer producing the operation no dust man for the rest of the week it'll be me here the rest of the week we have Arrowhead Pride Radio tomorrow night that'll be fun and Cyril being here with me on that Thursday and Friday we'll have a lot of fun we'll talk a lot of Chiefs uh, uh, tonight as well Ron Kopp lead analyst ArrowheadPride.com will stop by and we'll uh Look at everything that transpired with the Kansas City Chiefs and where do they go from here? Where do they go from here? How can they keep this three-peat going? Tonight, though, obviously there's a news with the Royals ballpark in downtown as they unveiled where they're going to put it downtown, so we'll talk about that as well. But a uh, lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of Chiefs tonight. Josh Vernia, I'll talk to him, our Royals insider, at 6.30. But good evening to you, Isaac. Isaac, uh, me and Isaac did a lot of Chiefs post games this year. We were here till what, uh, 3 in the morning? Uh, the yeah, other around night. three. Yeah, it was a it was a late night slash early morning on uh, on Sunday. This is different. We're here at normal people hours today. It's pretty cool. How I was like, that experience for you though? Just talking to Chiefs fans, weren't they pretty excited? Oh, by far more cars than what calls we ever had. By far the most positive calls we've ever had too, because usually it's about sixty forty negative on the phone line. But yeah, I mean it was a blast. Everybody had a great time, a great night. I'm I'm imagine most of the kingdom didn't get much sleep like like we did, but. Um, Man, the Super Bowl was it was such a blast. And working with you and watching uh, that game with you is an experience like no other. So I mean I couldn't be more more glad to be here and I'm I'm glad that the result happened the way it did too. Last night I was out there at the Chiefs Kingdom, ninety fifth and Antioch, the uh, high V and uh I, I was that was that was uh, keeping it held down till Mitch got there, right? Because Mitch <laughs> we're watching the the TVs and we see the plane land and there comes Mitch, you know, there comes Mitch all the way, he's doing the show from his car to high V. I mean, it was an unbelievable thing to see, and all the Chiefs fans going crazy when he got there. And I you know, talked to a lot of people that were there, you know, and coming up and saying, you know, the Chiefs are their life, and this is their life, man. This is what they do. This is what Chiefs fans do. They go see Mitch on Monday nights at Chiefs Kingdom. They they gather just like kind of everybody does when you gather around the TVs. You watch it now. It's the what are we going to do now? What are we going to do now? What are you going to do now on on the weekends without the Kansas City Chiefs and? You know, stay busy with the draft. Download our Character Concerns podcast we do each and every week talking about the draft that we've been doing for a year now. By the way, it's past the year mark. Congratulations. That we've done Character Concerns about the draft and Kansas City. So looking forward um, to, to that for sure. But yeah, people's lives. And, and tomorrow's the parade. People are still on cloud nine in this town. There's a lot of good things happening in Kansas City. Great things happening in Kansas City. And, you know, today was kind of the Royals putting their plan out uh, for their ballpark. Tomorrow's going to be the Kansas City Royals or Kansas City Chiefs and the parade talk about what goes on. And people are in cloud nine. School districts. I was with uh, Scott Parks uh, yesterday for a little bit. I guess most school districts are closed at this point. I don't know any other open. If they are open, Texas, uh, J. Southland Toast Service text line 913-586-7610. I think a lot of school districts are off because teachers were going to be calling in. So they weren't going to have teachers, and that would have been a problem. And then, of course, kids go. But I am curious, though. 
text line. I do want to ask you this, 913-586-7610. ask you too, Isaac. Have you gone to all the Chiefs parades? Have you gone even back to the Royals parade in 2015? Because that was something. Because you weren't used to that in Kansas City. I mean, you go back to, you know, Super Bowl four. you weren't early 70s. You probably weren't at the parade. Maybe you were able to make one in 85. I was a kid in 1985. I was 12 years old in 1985. So, you know, you're able to somewhat enjoy it. But then you have 30 years <laughs> of dormancy until 2015 hits, and then everybody wanted to be a part of it. So they go down to the Royals Parade. And all of a sudden, this will be Chiefs Parade number three. Are you go to them all? Are you, are you parade people now? Do you understand where to park, where to go, what to do? I mean, you get the whole thing down, you know, marked down what to do, where to tailgate, what to do. Or do you just go to one and say, I'm good. And then you watch it on TV or you listen to the coverage here on 610 Sports Radio, Hotel Indigo, we'll have Cody Gold. Uh, tomorrow down at the parade. Like, what do you do? Because I'm curious, text line. Uh, how are you going to enjoy this parade? Are you going to watch it on TV? Are you going to go to it? What are you going to do? What are you going to do, Isaac? Well, tomorrow I- I'm filling in uh, for the morning show tomorrow, so I'll be on Fesco in the morning. Okay, morning. so you'll be here. I'll be here. Uh, I do not think that traffic and car, like, I don't know if it's going to make much sense for me to f- to zoom on over there tomorrow, but I did go to the uh, the 2015 parade for the Royals, and I think I was a sophomore in high school, but man, what it, was the it, temperature like then? Because I can't remember. Because we were still, chilly. was I still in New York? I, we, were you in New York? No, I think we made it back. But Henry and I were back in studio that day. We we had just come back from New York like the day before, but we didn't end up going to it because we stayed here for the coverage here of the parade. Sure. Yeah, I, I think it was chilly. I don't. I don't think it was bad weather necessarily, but uh, I remember that being a blast. And then the last two parades or so i'm like oh they'll be back next year i can work today they'll be you know it'll be it'll be back next year i'll just catch it on tv this year i was planning on going but now i'm like well i can't make it this year so i'm kind of baking like you know maybe next year or the year after um i gotta stop doing that it's a bad habit but when you have reed and mahomes and kelsey it's pretty easy to be like oh, i'll catch it next parades year. are big deal 1971 the chiefs parade mike garrett remember 65 toss power trap he met his wife future wife at that parade Little Kansas City Chiefs history there with Mike Garrett. Won a Heisman Trophy. Still gives out the Heisman Trophy a lot of times. Was the former USC athletic director that hired Pete Carroll. The first guy in the National Football League to rush for 1,000 yards with two different teams. Yeah, that Mike Garrett. Chiefs legend, Mike Garrett. Then 85. I don't know. I'm just curious what people do or how they consume the parade. Because I know a lot of people are just taking it off. I know a lot of bars you know, are showing it and have the sound on and everything else. And to get the cheese, it's basically like a St. Patrick's Day, even though it's like Valentine's Day, which who cares? But Valentine's Day, so afterwards, people go to these sports bars and hang out. It's going to be like a real celebration in this town. Like it, the players will celebrate. It's like, you know, it's about the players that did it, the parade with that. But it's also about Kansas City and civic pride and people like living in this town and celebrating being a Kansas City. And, and the rest of the world can't do this title town, man. It's the fourth one that we've had since 2015. That's That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, we're we're up there with the the rest of NFL's elite franchises now. I'm speaking weird. I'm talking about Chiefs fans, Chiefs the the franchise itself. Um, the eight one six makes a great point where it says no phones work, no bathrooms in 2015. I do remember having trouble finding uh, that, bathrooms. That was then. an issue. But now we're on a routine. You know, these parades happen so often now, and never take them for granted. But these happen so often. I feel like that it's down pat. I feel like we got this thing figured out now. Yeah, everything's down. You know, the, the police. You know, they, they know exactly their spots. 
The fans know exactly their spots. I know a guy doing security at the, you know, down at the, at the rally where everybody goes. But where do you go? Do you, do you go on the parade route or do you go to the rally over the hill there by the World War I uh, Museum so you can watch the speeches? Because isn't that the fun part of the whole deal? Or would you rather watch, you know, the players, you know, slam some brews or something along the way? That's a tough decision to make. And it's tough if you're going to do both, even though people do. How do you how do you consume a parade? You watch Leo climb a bus. Do you watch Jalen Watson drink so much he needs to be carried off in a wheelchair? What do you do? I mean, the decisions are are uh, are endless. But uh, I know a lot of people this year that have been to parades in the past saying that the north side of the parade route is probably the best if you just want to watch the parade. Go to a bar afterwards just because that's where the most room is. Um, professional parade. Professional people. parade people. Yes, the three Bs. Um, but, you know, people have a lot of experience out there. I'm curious to see what, what people say on the text line, uh, 913 Well, from the 816, they have it figured out now, they say. Well, maybe they do. And the phones and the bathrooms on here as well. Uh, and also the, the, the school district in Olathe, I think they, they're canceled, though, aren't they? Yes. They were going to be open, but now they're canceled, right? Yeah, they're canceled. Like, don't be, you don't want to be that superintendent, man. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be the one that's mm-hmm. open. That's like a snow day, man. They always yeah. look at you funny when you're the only school going, you know? See, and they and outside of the Johnson County lines, it's like, ooh, what do we do? Do we have that many Chiefs fans to where we need to cancel school? What do we do here? But I just feel like you should be on the safe side. Call it a holiday or something like that. It, it's Kansas City Day is what it is. What was the parade where the uh, guy was uh, was he arrested or not when riding a horse? When there are a couple of people <laughs> on. You know, we looked it up. I think it's legal to be on a horse. Within the city. I'm not sure the exact rules on it, the laws on it, but it, well, I remember looking it up. Like, is it illegal to be on a horse? Because remember, this, somebody was arrested on a horse. I don't think you can be drunk on the horse, but I, I've seen people on horses on highways around here. Yeah, no, I've I've seen quite a quite a few Amish people too riding horses down the highway. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know the the laws of uh, of riding on horseback down a. Down Truman Boulevard, but I don't know. That's that's a Google search, and maybe somebody can help us out here on the uh, horse law. I'm not sure. What was it? There's somebody fell asleep in a, in a tree as well. I do remember the, the guy falling asleep in the tree. Uh, do you remember? Was it a car wreck? Like somebody wrecked into the barricade or something like that? Was that the first Super Bowl victory, or was that the Royals parade? I just googled it. Uh, Fox4KC.com it says police also said one person who was riding a horse during the event was arrested. They later clarified that the person was just detained as police investigated, removed from the parade area, and later released. That person was not booked or charged. So that who knows which parade that was. I think it was one of the Chiefs parades. <laughs> Somebody said Tong and Oxy School District is still in as of today. See, Tong and Oxy's close enough. I'm surprised they're not not closed down. Hit the old tongue tongue and split. I'm just curious what people are doing because this is this is kind of a I mean I mean it's it's your holiday, Kansas City. This is your holiday. You are the only one celebrating it. They're not doing a Chiefs parade in other cities. It's right here in Kansas City. Remember this flyover country? Remember this is where this is what the people called us was flyover country. And as you said earlier, Titletown, this is Titletown, USA, is what it is. The jealousy is running rampant across this country. It really is. People are so damn jealous of what's going on here in Kansas City. They want to be a part of it. They want a piece of it. They want to know what it's like to have it. I mean, these victory parades all the time. I remember watching all this crap in Boston, remember? They had the Patriots and the Celtics with them, the Bruins. I mean, it's, it's like, come on, dude, Red Sox? 
Say those duck boats and everything. I mean, it's like, when are we going to have one? And now since 15, it's like we keep, keep having them. Mm. But this is a Kansas City celebration, though. This is, you know, about being Kansas City. And I'll tell you this, guys, before we go to break, because I want to come back and talk about the stadium. I got Josh Vernier coming on, who was at the press conference, our Royals insider, um, who's got a lot of work to do because pitchers and catchers uh, did report, which is crazy to think the baseball's right here. I- I'm to this point, and we'll get to it. Bobby Wood signed with the Royals. That's all I really give a damn about, to be honest with you. I care about that more than the stadiums. But the bottom line is, you know, it is a celebration in Kansas City. It's about, you know, developing the city, getting things going uh, the right direction, and just having fun being from Kansas City and enjoy uh, the rest of the jealousy across the country. Thing is, you keep on going, man. Stop over here, have, have a burger at the airport and a beer, and keep on going. Don't want to stop here. Don't let the door hit you. You know what I'm saying? Don't let the door hit you with the good Lord split you. Don't want to come to Titletown, USA. 63 degrees tomorrow. Are you kidding me? It's a Chamber of Commerce day. But the but the uh, Union Station is becoming such a staple of the city. I talked to you a little bit about that Sunday night. Because you think about, like, Seattle, you got the Space Needle and all that. You think of St. Louis and the Arch. And you think of these, these monuments and distinct things with New York City, the Statue of Liberty, everything behind it. Union Station... In the World War One Museum, just becoming a part of the landscape of what Kansas City is. And really, you can't really do like an aerial shot or something without having that. You see when all the primetime football games here, they always have a shot of Union Station, you know, lit up uh, with, with Chiefs uh, colors. That's become a part because of all the parades. That's become just such a big part of what the skyline is in Kansas City. And I really noticed it during the draft. You know, it's like you're showing that because this is what you show with Kansas City. Like Union Station, the Q rating on that thing. Man, you talk about shooting up like Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey with Taylor Swift. Union Station has become its own little celebrity. 100% become its own little mm-hmm. celebrity. So anyway, we'll, we'll come back after this. We'll talk about the uh, the news of the day with the Royals and the, uh, the new stadium announcement, whether you like it or not, and judging by the text line. Uh, it's about split. About half, like it half didn't, but I didn't expect anything else. And then, of course, Josh Vernier coming to explain everything to us at 630 then we'll make that transition. We'll talk Chiefs the rest of the show. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Take it away, Mitch. For the first time in 6,944 days, there is a back-to-back Super Bowl champion, and it is the Kansas City Chiefs. Champions of Super Bowl 58 on the heels of Super Bowl 57. You're listening to the official broadcast partner of the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back, Jim Binkley. No dust man tonight with Isaac Deer. Ron Cop coming in to talk some uh, Chiefs football with us here in a little bit. Josh Vernier, Royals insider, coming on at 6.30. By the way, the uh, pitchers and catchers reporting. This is uh, baseball time. Time to turn the page there. But I don't feel like turning the page because I'm going <laughs> to watch the uh, combine coming up here at the end of the month. From the text line uh, about the parade. What are you going to do for the, uh, the, the parade um, tomorrow in Kansas City? says uh, from the 816, on the way down now, stay in a hotel, watch parade in and around uh, the P&L, then go back home to uh, Green Valley and watch and hear it on TV. That's pretty impressive. Starting in a car all the way down. Like, getting a hotel room is a boss move. Like, when would you do it, though? 
Did you reserve it early in the year just hoping they would make it and like just cancel it? Or were you going to stay in it anyway? Or did you were the, the, the lines lit up then? Because you probably got much better rate back then, right? Back when the Chiefs weren't doing so well. Like if you would have reserved this thing around Christmas Day when the <laughs> when Aiden O'Connell didn't complete a pass after the first quarter and they still beat the Chiefs, the Raiders, that was the time to go reserve the hotel. That was the time to go do it. But the uh, Royals uh, put out the plans today for what they want to do to with the extension of the three-eighths in sales tax. Uh, the Royals, uh, according to Fox 4 here, proposed a $2 billion ballpark district bordered by Grand Boulevard to the west, Locust Street to the east, Truman, Truman Road to the north, and 17th Street to the south. Uh, the renderings are online. Very easy to Google if you Google the Royals uh, ballpark renderings or if you go on Twitter. The Kansas City Royals have some nice visuals of what the ballpark looks at as well. It says at the center of the new ballpark district is the Kansas City Press Pavilion property along Interstate 670. It appears that the Star Building would be demolished to build the stadium. The stadium will be located next to New South Loop uh, Link Park over I-670 I and then across from the T-Mobile Center in downtown Kansas City. So it's down there by T-Mobile Center. And there's going to be something connecting the two. I mean, the Kansas City will come alive, uh, but the Royals... But the Royals also, again, this is not you paying anything. They're going to chip in like a billion dollars for this. You're just paying already the three-eighths in sales tax you already do. And then the Chiefs would take their end of it and renovate um, the stadium. But the $2 billion ballpark district would include team offices, a conference center, corporate offices, a hotel, a residential and entertainment venue space. The project would also call for local improvements to Grand Boulevard, according to the team. The team, though, would also add a pedestrian bridge that directly connects that uh, T-Mobile Center and the stadiums. The Royals going to be throwing their money in. Um, and then, of course, the three-eighths and sales stack. Back when it originally was talked about, I'm selfish, though, Isaac. I was good with where it was. Because that's, uh, that's back, back when I was going like 65, 70 games a year. You know, you're out there all the time, so you just go out there. Hey, it's a shame that that area never developed more than it did. Because you think of all this town and all this development in different areas, you're talking about something that you know wants you know two million fans a year at the Royals games. You're talking being on the corridors of 435 and I-70. I mean, more people pass through that I-70 anywhere else in this town, and and you could have put businesses there, but instead we just got like a Taco Bell and a Denny's, and failed hotels. Like I don't get it. Like I don't get it. All that all that traffic coming by there and nothing ever developed. Very shocked. By that didn't happen. But if Royals move, then the Chiefs can take over that other, you know, where Royals Coffin Stadium is. You can do hotels, ballpark villages, and uh, do everything else that you want. But if it helps them compete, I, that's where I kind of switch gears because I've seen the underbelly of Coffin Stadium, and it is a piece of crap, seriously. Like, it is not good. Like, the bones of that place aren't good, so I totally understand. It's one of the oldest ballparks in Major League Baseball. Like, I understand the theory of that. And going downtown, hey, this town's growing, man. This town's big time now. It's got the NFL drafts. You're getting the World Cup. This town's moving. This town's shaking. You might as well get with the Joneses, right? You might as well go ahead and move downtown. They're, they're going to have 40,000 parking spaces within a walking distance to the stadium. It's more than they currently have now at 26,000. But this is the way things are going. And they signed Bobby Witt Jr. That's what I cared about. That's ultimately all I cared about. Let's get some money, help pay for that. the new TV deal, helps pay for some of these things. But that's what I was 100% for. Yeah, yeah, getting Bobby signed, that was the uh, the biggest focus, I think, going into 
this offseason. It's great that they signed all these free agents. Uh, is that a business strategy to make sure that this stadium gets the thumbs up, you know, just what well, needed sure, that? Yeah, it, it definitely. It. I mean, but it took them so long, you know, maybe the 106 losses just smacked them upside the head and was like, you know what? Now's the time. But now that we're built, you know, thinking about building this new stadium, that might help people vote yes for this thing. But uh, the renderings look nice. I mean, it looks it looks extremely nice. And I think, you know, the biggest concern with everybody is parking. Um, and the rails are kicking in a billion dollars, too. I mean, it, I would have really st- stressed the fact there's no new taxes. I would have really stressed that. It's the continuation of one that's already out there that you're not going to pay any more than you already are. I mean, we all pay. If you're in Jackson County, you don't live in Jackson County. I live in Platt, but if you're in Jackson County and you buy gas, you're paying it. You know, three eight cent sales tax. You're, you're paying it if you buy goods. So it doesn't matter. But I would have really stressed that. I wish, to be honest with you, there was more coordination between Jackson County and the teams because when they raised property taxes, like the last thing anybody wanted to hear was new taxes. Like that's the last thing anybody wanted to hear. Like that was a dirty word to them, even though they weren't paying any new ones, just the word tax. And like, no, I'm out. No, I'm out. I would have put it on the ballot. I would have raised property taxes after this thing is on the ballot. That's what I would have done. Yeah. But I didn't do it. Have you seen pictures of the the renderings? The the new. Yeah, I thought new it was state? pretty cool. Yeah. Um, no, someone brought up. Are they really getting rid of the crown scoreboard? I didn't see it in the in the pictures. I didn't see Crown Vision up there. Did you see it? No, but it'll probably incorporate it somehow. I mean, I the statues will be there. I w- and the fountains will be there. Here's the thing: I would do is I would have something to commemorate that 2015 and 85 World Champions. It would be it would, with the 2015. I have a, I would have an ever flowing water bucket with the uh, Salvador <laughs> Perez holding it. Because we're the city fountains, right? It just always flows. That way it was 100 degrees, whatever kids can stick their head under the water. But an ever-flowing fountain coming out of a Gatorade bucket held by Salvador Perez. That's, that, that would be part of this new stadium. I'm surprised your football brain wasn't Andy Reid underneath the fountain and then well, that's, that's over there. Guys, that's over the, there. A <laughs> couple guys dumping a Gatorade bucket on them. Oh, but we'll talk to Vern about it coming up next because he's all over this thing. Of course, he's all over the baseball end of things, too. We'll talk to Vern next. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Follow Cody and Gold on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Jay Binkley, Isaac Deere, producing the operation. No Dustman tonight. He'll be back uh, next week. The big news, of course, of the day is that the Royals pitchers and catchers report. Uh, tomorrow, first pitchers and catchers workout, and then the 18th uh, position players report. Uh, not till the 23rd is the first spring training game versus the champs, the Texas Rangers. So, just kidding. There was a ballpark announced today, too. But anything Royals we bring on, my good friend. Royals insider, get used to hearing that voice a lot. Josh Vernier. What's up, Vern? Tapping and bank. How are you? Pitches and catches report, baby. Let's go. Yeah, it's wild. I've already seen so much coming out of other camps. Dodgers, Cardinals, and others have been at it for the past few days. Uh, honestly, once, once McColl scored the touchdown, I was ready to get going. <laughs> 
ready to get going. It's baseball time right now, and this weather makes you feel in Kansas City. Everybody's feeling this weather here in Kansas City. I mean, tomorrow the parade is going to be 63 degrees. It's going to be uh, going to be nice. But, yeah, it's always kind of fun, and it's it's kind of funny how it's taking the back seat. This used to be a big deal. Remember, Vern, pitchers and catchers report? Remember when you first got here? Like, this used to be a big deal. Well, it's still a big deal in most cities. Yeah. Just most cities don't have, yeah, the champs. Yeah. Uh, like, like you're saying, yeah, the, the, the Chiefs, understandably so, for the past half decade have uh, really dominated the month of February. The Royals put up great numbers in the month of March out in spring training. And then over the past few seasons yeah. have really crapped the bed in the month of April. You know, it's fun. I was out uh, at the Chiefs Kingdom last night try, at the at High V, holding things down until Mitch got in, and I got to speak to a lot of the, the the avid Chiefs fans that were out there. And you would be amazed at the amount of them that listen to you. You'd be amazed they they turn that Chief stuff in the blue. Uh, come, uh, wow. yeah, they were asking well, about you- Chester calling because he's a baseball caller about football. But uh, yeah, I, I was uh, avid, rabid Chiefs fans talking uh, baseball with me. Yeah, but I mean, you 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 you've been here your whole life. You've been a diehard fan of both. I I can't imagine that you've grown up around or come in contact with many locals that are diehard Chiefs fans uh, and and don't care about yeah. the Royals. I'm not saying that they're diehard for both, but if you love the Chiefs, you're you're cheering for the Royals. It's the KC yeah. emblem that everybody's pulling for. So. No, it's not surprising. We saw that place packed in 14 and 15, and Andy Reid has since taken it back. I'd, I'd love to see uh, both sides packed in the near future. You know, I liken it to this. I'll never forget that, that that wild card game in 2014. That was the night before was when the Chiefs set that noise record. And uh, I think Seattle took it back, then they took it back. But And I remember talking to people say, man, if only that could go over to Coffin Stadium, if only that – kind of energy could make its way over to Coffin Stadium because that was the night before, and it did, man. It did. It certainly did. It, it made did it numerous to Coffin. times over the oh. next few seasons, no oh. doubt. It and made not it. just the playoffs. I mean, you saw yeah. it in the final game of the 2017 season when Eric Hosmer goes opposite field in game 162 in his uh, first at-bat in his final game as a Royal. That place, that moment was as loud as it ever was. Well, Vern, the news of the day is, of course, the uh, stadium site ha- has been selected. Uh, now people can kind of concentrate on on where it's going to be, their thoughts, feelings on that. It's uh, down near the crossroads there. It's going to be connected. Uh, the Royals had hoped to uh, connect it there to T-Mobile with the pedestrian bridge uh, that goes through it. Uh, you knew it was probably I, – I thought all along this thing's you know, it, it was moving. It was not going to yeah. stay – as much as I like going out the – Truman Sports Complex, which I've really enjoyed going to a bunch of games out there. It's a beautiful ballpark. I love going out there, but nothing ever developed, and that's a problem. When only when there's just a Denny's and a Taco Bell and failed hotels, it's time to move. Like it's time yeah. to move. So they're, yeah. they, the the Royals burned are down, huh? Denny's burned down too. Don't even yeah. have the Denny's. Yeah, they on I seventy and four thirty five. That quarter, you had nothing there. Like I don't blame them. It's one of the oldest places. It's a beautiful place, but I've seen the underbelly of that thing, and it's it's time to move. Chiefs will renovate. That's fine. But the Royals, what are your thoughts about yourself, Josh Vernier, being downtown every night? 
Yeah, I can't wait for it. I, ho- yeah. I hope I'm still around in 2028, opening day when they I hope you open are. up the doors. Yeah, I think we're all, well. I, I, <laughs> yes, we're, I'm, I'm definitely hoping to be there. Um, as far as you know, the site, I, I find that bridge to T-Mobile, the cap on 670, I the like park that. that they want to put in between. That's cool. It looks really nice. The renderings look really nice. Uh, now the onus is on the city and ownership to deliver something that nice. I, I, I don't want to skimp. I mean, they got trees all over that place. It looks beautiful. Follow through on that. Don't just build the stuff that you know you're going to make money off of. Right? Build the stuff that also helps the economy um, outside of just the Royals economy uh, that helps the environment that helps the development of downtown and really the main question comes back to this do you think that john sherman and his ownership group have the best interests of kansas city in mind not top of mind not number one we know what number one is number one is of course to make money Uh, I I think a close second is to secure the franchise in Kansas City for the next 50 years, which a new stadium, I believe, will do. Uh, But the question, again, I I, I go back to this often. To me, the only reason to own a professional sports team is to boost your ego or because you have civic pride, because you truly love – that city because you grew up there or because that was your favorite team growing up. Uh, I think all owners, it's a balance of ego and civic pride. They're all billionaires. If, If they wanted to make money quickly, this isn't the endeavor. There are other ways to make more money. You could put money in the stock market and make more than owning a baseball team. You could make money quicker at least, but billionaires, some of them are really competitive. And a way to compete is by owning one of these teams and hoisting a trophy at the end. So you need to ask yourself, uh, where does John Sherman and this ownership group lie? Are they a majority uh, ego-driven? Are they acknowledging their civic pride? Do they have civic pride? To me, he's 55, 60, 40 civic pride over ego. I I don't think he's a a liar. I, I don't think he's a con man or a charlatan or just a billionaire trying to make money out of this city. I do think he cares. And I do think he wants to leave a legacy in this town, much like Mr. K and Lamar Hunt did. Yeah. I'm with you. The the team ownership uh, willing to put in a billion dollars of their own money into it. The signing of Bobby Witt Jr. I mean, obviously that got everybody in this town excited. And I think it definitely helps it, but believe it or not, Kauffman stadium is now the third oldest stadium in the American league. Can you believe that? Only Fenway, yeah. only yeah. Fenway and Angel Stadium are older. Oakland Coliseum was older. It opened in 1968, but of course, they're not going to have a team anymore. So now Kauffman Stadium goes to number three. That's crazy, man. In all of baseball, the third oldest in the American League. Yeah, I mean, throw in the National League, and all you have to do is put Wrigley and Dodger Dodgers Stadium, yeah, that's it. And, that, and that's it. Yeah. Um, now. You know, for, for as much as, and you pointed this out earlier, you're right, we get to see portions of Kauffman Stadium that most fans don't. We get to see the uh, cancer of the concrete as, as, they've, been, uh, as they've been calling it. But the bats. 
Yeah, well, you know, Arrowhead has the same issues. It's just they're only going to renovate one of these two. So to me, uh, they, they do spend a little bit too much time dumping on Kauffman Stadium, talking about, oh, it won't last another 40 years. Well, duh, we know you're going to have to renovate most stadiums every 40 years. You're telling me you got to renovate Arrowhead. So, yeah, we know things look bleak. It's a really old stadium. All stadiums, whatever you're going to open in 2028, that thing's going to be renovated in 2068. And the people in Kansas City are going to pay for that, too. Man, I'm just excited about it. I, I saw my high school football stadium uh, built uh, new. I've seen a new airport built. I love it. I love the city, and I love the potential of it. I love going downtown now. It's much different um, than it used to be with all the uh, businesses thriving down there. And, of course, the NFL draft when it was here, I couldn't have been more proud of the uh, the city, the way that the draft was portrayed in Kansas City, and just how good it looked and how much of an icon the Union Station, the World War One Museum are becoming nationally. It's becoming a real part of our skyline. I think it's cool. The Royals' renderings of this thing are fun. This would be a fun place to, to go watch baseball, but I'm 100% for, hey, let's, let's get some new stuff. I mean, the, the city's going places, man. The city's going places. Why not? Let's just do it, you know? And for as much as we lament the inability of the – whether you want to say the, 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 the Royals and Chiefs or companies around the Truman Sports Complex, for as much as we complain that all there is is a, a Casey's, a BP, and a Taco Bell, yeah. when Taco they Bell, renovate though. Arrowhead, when they put up that, those hotels and those bars that I would assume are, are you know, all that money is going to go in the back pocket of Clark Hunt, uh, maybe, maybe that's. Uh, what what jump starts that area? Maybe when they open up, uh, you know, Mahomes Bar and Grill, oh, or, or yeah. you know, uh, Kelsey Speakeasy uh, next to <laughs> Arrowhead. Uh, maybe maybe that starts to light a fire in that area. But look, for for as great as that's going to be downtown, whatever the Chiefs are going to do around Arrowhead is going to be equally nice. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. I, I can't wait, and I, I'm really hoping, Vern, they have the uh, Salvador Perez ever-flowing water or gator. I love gator that bucket. idea. I heard that earlier. Love, love yeah. that idea. People Brilliant. can stick their heads underneath that Brilliant. water and just, just yep. incorporate it with the city. I think it's fun. Yep. Uh, of course, love I've it. also watched a bat chase you in a press box before, so um, it yeah, is going. I, I don't know. Birds, uh, me I know, and birds not, yeah. we don't get along well. Spring training, they normally well, attack me. Uh, one took a dump on me in Washington, D.C. when I was yeah. in eighth, not when I was in eighth grade. Uh, and then again, when I went back yeah. for the Royals in Washington D.C., so yeah, they uh, they don't like me for some reason. I don't you, know. You know, you know the one thing that I do want to know. Like, I'd love to know the secret, and uh, I want to know. Like, like there used to be an Applebee's up on I twenty nine, right? When but for Zona Rosa or anything, there was nothing up in the Northland, right? It was like one of the few things. It was like the best, highest grossing Applebee's in the country. It hurt. Right, because there was nothing up before there. the Hooters got there. Oh yeah, it was, it was like the first thing up there. It's not there anymore. It's like a bank now or something like that. But there was nothing up there, and I was curious that Taco Bell. <laughs> I don't know why I'm curious about it. I'm just how much revenue that damn place make. <laughs> like the no, only I can't imagine much. I, I, with with all due respect, that is. I used to have to wait that for a long time forever. after Royals games. The worst. It's the worst. I but went. I, I used to go there, and then you just have to wait too long. So yeah. no, that's. Yeah. I don't understand how that Taco Bell doesn't dominate 
No, I just would always go to the BP, get smokes and some chips, and then, and then that was good for the drive home. <laughs> Text line, does Vern have two jobs? Now, Vern's got baseball. Vern, baseball is a year-round thing, man. He's doing stadiums That's, now. He's got spring training. It needs to be. He's it got, needs to be. You it, see what the NFL is, man. Uh, it needs to be year-round. But, but not only – it's not to the big events like the NFL does, but you are a daily thing. The NFL, you got games on Sunday or – Right, or or right. Monday, or Monday night, but baseball, you have ga- you have off days, trying, you have you, off days, but most days you have games every freaking day. Yeah, yeah, and you know baseball's doing a good job with the uh, draft, trying to put it with the All Star game. See, and, you I know, like make, that, Vern. I've been calling for that forever. I like that, man. You look at what the NFL's done with the NFL honors alone, like the kind of spectacle that that has become, just to give out your awards. It's it's it's, it's utter domination. Roger Goodell. Uh, where he's taken this league from where Paul Tagliabue handed it off. For as much as people hate Goodell, uh, this dude is leaving a mark of money. Isn't it funny that none of the Chiefs were a finalist in any category for the NFL honors? Not not one category, Vern. Does that say it's a team? I mean, they're back-to-back world champs. I mean, a chance of three people. It's like the Johnny Gomes deal, not on our team. There's no yeah, MVPs, no coach of the years. Uh-huh. And you got all pro snubs as well, right? You should, have three defensive, you should have three defensive all pros. I think that kind of tells the story. And to be honest, let me, let me ask you this real quick. Uh, you know, outside, I, I heard uh, Dan Lebetard ask this question. Outside of Kansas City, is anybody going to remember how great, the, like, like legendary great this defense is? No. Can you can you be a legendary defense when Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback? It's going to be tough. And the funny thing is, is uh, in the playoffs, they had to play the number two, three, four, and six highest scoring right. team in the NFL. And they kept them to 63 total points. We're talking teams that averaged 29 points a game. The Bills averaged 26 and a half. These teams right. all averaged 29 points a game. They kept them all to 63, all four of them. It's insane. But it's like the Royals defense you used to see. Remember early Brady titles. The first three Brady titles were because of the defense, but nobody wants to remember that. It's just Brady has seven yeah. as if he was respond- not Not taking anything away from Mahomes, but of the first three, this one was led by the defense, and I don't think you could say that about the first two. No, no question about it. Uh, last thing for you here, Vern, from the 816. Vern is the baseball voice I trust. Yes, it's the voice I trust. as well. He's like E.F. Hutton. When he speaks, I listen. But not only that, this is Vern's, this is Vern's season. This is Josh Vernier on your radio all the time now, man. Let's hope so. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, it'll be here before you know it. But enjoy the parade tomorrow. It's going to be a fun fun season to watch. Bobby Wood Jr. is going to be a fun player to cover. Uh, Vern, can't wait, my friend. I'm so glad that uh, it's Vern season. All right, buddy. I appreciate it. Take care. There you go, Josh Vernier, our Royals insider. Don't get to switch to Ron Kopp here. He'll be in here talking Kansas City Chiefs with me the rest of the uh, show starting at 7 o'clock. But we'll react to something Vern said next. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.